0: Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, All Glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have His Grace, Anutam Prabhuji from Maryland. And today Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, Chapter 6, Canto 4, verse 30. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dandavat Pranam, please take over the call. Prabhuji, we can't hear you.
1: Yeah, how's that?
0: Yeah, yeah, Prabhuji, you it's know.
1: All right. Sorry for the little bit of delay. Uh, didn't realize uh, there were a couple of things to do to sign in. So <laughs> uh, Anyway, we're here now. So, reading Srimad Bhagavatam, 6th Canto, Chapter 4, Text 30. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya so i'll read the uh, verse and then i'll read the, the word for word then we'll read the translation yasmin yatoyena chayasya asmai yad yo yat kurute karyate cha pa para viśvaram param tad brahma tad ananyarikam so the word for word is just men in whom the supreme personality of godhead or the supreme place of repose yatā from whom everything emanates yena by whom everything is enacted. cha also yashya to whom everything belongs yasmai to whom everything is offered yat which ya who yata as kurute executes karyate is performed cha also para ar, arve, arvaresham, of both in the material and spiritual existence, paramam, the supreme, prak, the origin, prasidham, well known to everyone, tat, that, brahma, the supreme brahman, tat, hey, too, the cause of all causes, anayat, having no other cause, ekam. One without a second. Translation. The Supreme Brahman, Krishna, is the ultimate resting place and source of everything. Everything is done by him. Everything belongs to him, and everything is offered to him. He is the ultimate object, and whether acting or causing others to act, he is the ultimate doer. There are many causes, high and low, but He is the cause of all causes. He is well known as the Supreme Brahman, who exists before all activities. He is one without a second, and He has no other cause. I therefore offer my respectful, my respects unto Him. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, is the original cause as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, Aham Sarvasya Prabhava, uh, chapter 10, verse 8. Even the material world, which is conducted under the modes of material nature, is caused by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who therefore also has an intimate relationship with the material world. If the material worlds were not a part of his body, the supreme Lord, the supreme cause would be incomplete. Therefore, we hear, "Vasudev Sarvam Iti Sa Mahatma Sadulava." Bhagavad Gita 7:19. If one knows that Vasudev is the original cause of all causes, he becomes a perfect Mahatma. Then the Brahma Samhita 5. One declares Ishvara Parama Krishna Vigraha Anadi Govinda Sarvakarna Karnam. Krishna, who is known as Govinda, is the supreme controller. He has an eternal blissful spiritual body. He is the origin of all. He has no other origin, for he is the cause of all causes. The supreme Brahman Tat Brahma. Is the cause of all causes, but he has no cause. Anadir, Adir Govinda Sarvakarna Karanam. Govinda Krishna is the supreme original cause of all causes, but he has no cause for his appearance as Govinda. Govinda expands in multifarious forms, but nonetheless they are one, as confirmed by Madhvacharya. Krishna has no cause nor any equal. He is one because of his various forms as Swamsa and Vibhinamsa. And they are non-different from himself. Thus ends the purport. Narayanam Namaskritya Naranchayva Narottamam Devim Sarasvatim Vyasam Tatojayam Udhirayat So Sarvakarna Karnam as the Brahma Samhita states here. Prabhupada quotes this verse quite often, the cause of all causes. So I had an interesting experience the other day. My eight-year-old granddaughter, uh, Nadia, she says to me, so who made Krishna? Where did Krishna come from? And this is a, you know, this is a young uh, eight-year-old asking me this question. And this is a question that most uh, people would ask. Of course, first we have to ask where we came from. Where did it all come from? So we begin, Atato in the Vedas say an intelligent person, he begins to inquire as to uh, why I am here, and how, where did I come from, and what's what's the whole purpose here? So Prabhupada would often, <laughs> often say, yes, people are saying, you know, people are basically living like animals, meaning they're interested only in the same things the animals are interested in, but in a polished way. Polished animals. So, you know, four things Prabhupada always says the animals are doing. They're eating, and we are also eating, sleeping. Prabhupada says, the man is sleeping in the penthouse, in the fancy apartment, paying lots of uh, expenses for that but the dog is sleeping on the street. But the same feeling is there, sleeping is sleeping. Eating, the man is uh, going to the fancy restaurant or having the fancy meals, eating all kinds of things, and the animals are eating whatever they can find without cooking, without any uh, effort. Eating, sleeping, mating, mating is mating. We are producing, uh, they are producing. Defending. Animals defend, they have claws and teeth, uh, barking, probably said barking dogs, the, the barking dogs. So defense, uh, we are defending with sophisticated uh, weaponry that has been developed. In the early days, with spears and bows and arrows and knives, and now we've developed atomic weapons and so many types of bombs. But it's the same thing. Same thing, same mentality. We're not going beyond the mentality of the animals. We're not asking, uh, "Why am I here? You know, where did I come from?" So my granddaughter asked, "Where does Krishna come from?" So that is the, described here <clears throat> as the. He um, says here, he he is the ulti- he is the source of everything. From everything, everything comes from God. Everything comes from Krishna. So that's a sign of an intelligence. So even at eight years old, she's inquiring. She's going beyond even asking, worrying about where I come from. Where does Krishna come from? Krishna is the source of everything. That is the mystery of creation. That everything is created by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So there's a couple of Bhagavad Gita verses quoted here in the purport. So I'll read them so you can get the uh, full idea of what Prabhupada Prabhupada was thinking about. First one, he quotes in the first sentence, Aham Sarvasya Prabhupada, 10.8. Let's find that one. Sarvasha prabhavo matatsarvam bhavartate iti matva bhajante mam buddha bhava samavitaha. I am the source of all spiritual and material worlds. Everything emanates from me. The wise who perfectly know this engage in my devotional service and worship me with all their hearts. So it's the wise man that realizes that everything comes from God both the spiritual and the material worlds. Sometimes the uh, non-devotee person will say that uh, either there is no God, or if there is a God, he's very cruel because he's created this world which is full of misery and suffering. True, the world is full of misery and suffering, that's because this is not our real home. We're put in this world. The first question arises: How did we get here? Why are we in the mature world where there is birth, death, disease, and old age? And that's very easily described in the scriptures, because we are—we want to be, we want to imitate Krishna. We want to. We are envious of the supreme enjoyer. We want to enjoy independently. So therefore, we're put in a place where we can all independently pretend that we are controlling. And we try to control as best we can, at least our, our own little personal situations. Not that we are controlling the whole universe or controlling the whole world or even controlling the country or the community or even even our family we're not controlling. Who can say they have full control over their children and their spouse and that is another another uh, attempt at control which is usually a failure so because of this mentality of desiring to control and not desiring to worship and serve the supreme lord krishna puts us in a place where we can be artificially attempting to act as god so that is basically sums up what the material world is The only problem is is that we don't stay here forever and there is uh, padam padam yadvipadam. There's difficulties at every step. Frustrations. We're constantly frustrated. So there's another verse here in Bhagavad Gita where Krishna talks about the, the, in the uh, 16th chapter, divine and demoniac natures. Uh, which is quoted at the end of the purport in the other verse. So here, here the Lord says, They say that this world is unreal, with no foundation. This is the non-devotee atheist person. No God in control. And in fact, you hear that. They would say, if God is in control, why are there wars? Why is there starvation? Why is there suffering? Why is there, you know, car accidents? Why is there disease? Why is there cancer? Why is there uh, cavities in our teeth? Uh, I mean, this is not the perfect place. We all have these experiences. I was just at the dentist last week. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm mentioning the dentist. Our teeth go, uh, you know, everything goes eventually. Nature of the body. So they say it is produced of sex desire and has no cause other than lust. That this is, they say this is the purpose of existence. This is why we come about and why we, uh, why society and civilization keeps moving along, basically just due to lust. No God in control. But we see there is a control. We see that uh, sun is coming up every day. Uh, rain is coming regularly enough to keep the plants growing, produce the food. Uh, nature nature runs automatically, so who is behind the nature? Who makes things work? Uh, this is an intelligent person, as uh, Krishna says here in that other verse, The wise who perfectly know this engage in my devotional service and worship me with all their hearts. So this is the purpose of existence to revive our dormant Krishna consciousness. Now, Prabhupada would always say that I am not artificially teaching you something, and this is not an artificial imposition on the mind, as he would describe. But this is our natural uh, nature to uh, realize God and to develop our love and our relationship with God. Because right now, we're, we're just trying to enjoy, well, we're trying to love in this world also. We get married, we have children, we we have pets, Prabhupada said, and we're also trying to control, so <laughs> Prabhupada would give the example also often. of People with their pets, you know, either we're serving God or we're serving dog. This is something that Prabhupada would often say. He, he said he's, he's frustrated with trying to control the world, frustrated with trying to control uh, his family and his children. We all have experience, any of us with children, realize uh, as they become teenagers and adults, uh, we really, uh, they're on their own and uh, we can give them a basis for their uh, existence, good moral background, but ultimately it is their life and they do what they do. do. So we can't control anyone. But then we get one dog, one cat, one pet, and we, we think we're the controller. And Prabhupada said, you're walking the dog, you know, you have to walk the dog, you have to take the dog out, you have to feed the dog, you have to serve, serve the dog. So we're either serving God or we're serving dog. Or we're serving some. or we expand, we serve community, uh, I'm a community activist, we're serving, uh, we get into uh, interested in various causes or missions in life, the environment, I'm an environmentalist, I'm trying to save the planet or, you know, I'm a humanitarian. I'm trying to uh, help the people of the world in some way, all the suffering people. So this way we expand our service attitude, but ultimately if we develop a service attitude to the Supreme, then by pleasing God, all living entities become pleased. Prabhupada would often say this is the highest welfare work. We talk about welfare work and helping people and uh, humanity, but the best work is to give them understanding of who they are and how they can truly be happy by uh, realizing that they're spirit souls and not this body, and not part of this whole world of suffering. So the atheists, they complain there is no God because they say, how how there can be God, there's so much suffering. But there's suffering because we've forgotten God. And those who remember God, they're not suffering. Not that they're not dying, not that they're not getting diseases. Uh, All of us go through that. But they're not disturbed, dearest Tatra Namuyate. They're not disturbed by the difficulties of this world because they understand that there's a higher spiritual nature that we have where existence is Sat Chit Ananda. These are the words of the Vedas, full of knowledge, full of bliss, and eternal. So this is what we look forward to, and this is what keeps us uh, satisfied in our Krishna consciousness and satisfied in the process of worshiping the Lord through the uh, chanting of the names of the Lord. There are various processes and ways to realize God in the, um, based on the different yugas, or the different ages of the creation. So in the Satya Yuga, there is meditation. Satya Treta Yuga, there's, uh, uh let's see, there's meditation, there's deity worship, I'm trying to remember them, <laughs> there's four of them, four yugas, and there's a process for each. But we can't do them. In the, we can't do the meditation, uh, deity worship, uh, oh yajna sacrifices. Sorry, satchitra dwarpa Kali Yuga. So these uh, sacrifice. So in the Vedas they talk about various large sacrifices where uh, you know they're performed. Prabhupada said there's no. Prabha says there's no yajnik brahmanas properly qualified. Nor do we have the uh, financial ability to perform the types of yajnas that were performed in days of uh, ancient times, previous yugas. And deity worship, Treta Yuga, uh, you know, wonderful deity worship. We have deity worship, but it's not on the level that was going on in those days. So, Kalotad Hari Kirtanam. The last line of that verse is Kalotad Hari Kirtanam. In the age of Kali... The simplest way to realize God is chanting of Hare Krishna, chanting of God's name. And this was, we understand Krishna through Mahaprabhu, Lord Chaitanya. We do not, this is, he is our acharya and this is how we follow and learn about Krishna consciousness. So Mahaprabhu showed very simply that in this age everyone can participate in the chanting of the holy name. It is not a difficult process, there is no expense, simply the um, desire to do it. And when Prabhupada came to the West, and and I I read the other day, the reporter asked Prabhupada, what was your first experience when you came here? What did you think? And Prabhupada said, I did not have much hope. I did not think that these people would be capable of, of uh, understanding Krishna consciousness, and, he, and then he said, "I wrote this in one poem, his original poem, at the harbor in Boston when the boat, when he was on the boat near docked in Boston, he wrote those prayers in that poem. That I don't have much faith uh, that these people how they will understand the, your message. Prabhupada said when I when I tell them that there's four principles, regulated principles." He said they'll say, please, Swamiji, go home. And, of course, we're all familiar with what they are. No no meat eating, you know, vegetarian diet, uh, no uh, illicit sex connection outside of marriage, no gambling, and no intoxication, uh, even to the point of coffee, tea, cigarettes. Uh, these things we don't do. So... Prabhupada was never compromising. He said, "If I only had three or two regulator principles, I would have so many more devotees." But this is not the standard for purity, for the mode, for obtaining the mode of goodness. One must be purified. So Prabhupada would say that uh, I am cre- I am teaching uh, ideal. I am creating ideal moral character. The reporter would ask Prabhupada about his mission and what, uh, what he's trying to achieve. And he would say, I'm creating a class of people with ideal moral character. So this is the purpose, one of the purposes of the Krishna consciousness movement is to make devotees, and devotees are people of ideal moral character because they follow these four principles. Therefore their character is ideal and because they accept Krishna as a Supreme Personality of Godhead, and they follow his directions. So there's another verse here in the Bhagavad Gita that he quotes. uh, 719, in the purport it says, Therefore we hear Vasudeva Sarvamiti Sa Mahatma That That is 719. And uh, the uh, verses Bahunam Janmanam Ante Ganavamam Prapajante Vasudev Sarvamiti Samahatma So after many births and deaths, he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. So after many births and deaths. Meaning, like people would sometimes ask, uh, how is it that you became a devotee, particularly Western people, and uh, so many other people are not becoming devotees? It's all a question of our past activities and our endeavors for Krishna consciousness. The example is given of a spiritual bank account. We all are familiar with bank accounts. We all have bank accounts. But a spiritual bank account there's never any loss. The, the, the amount never goes down. So you get pious credits, and you work your way up toward ultimately attaining Krishna consciousness, birth after birth. So after many births, Bahonam Janmanamante, after many births, he was actually in knowledge, surrenders unto Krishna. So this is the intelligent person, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. So very rare, sa-mahatma-sudulava. So the mahatma means the great soul. And sudulava means very rare, rare to see. So it's not common. We should not expect that the whole world is going to become Krishna conscious. In fact, we after preaching krishna consciousness in the west for 50 years and distributing so many books we see that uh, still majority of people are not understanding krishna that's why they need to come into association with a devotee uh, we all have experiences that that's how we became devotees and uh, this is you know our best uh, attempt at making people Krishna-conscious is just show them how to be a devotee and what is the benefit of being a devotee. Prabhupada said the other, the other day, I heard him say, he, he said that our devotees, we should all be spreading Krishna-consciousness and trying to preach Krishna-consciousness to the best of our ability. And then he said something interesting. He said, but if you're not a preacher, not everyone is a preacher. Some of us are just housewives and business people. We're not out actually preaching. He said, "Then you live a pure life, and you be an example by the way you live." And people will see, "Oh, he's not uh, drinking the alcohol, he's not smoking the cigarettes. Uh, you know he's a vegetarian. His diet, he, uh, he has some compassion for the animals. He, people notice how we live, especially in the office environment where we're around a uh, general class of people. People will begin to ask, "Oh, uh, why why don't you eat meat? What, what, what's the reason? Uh, why don't you drink alcohol?" Um, in this way, they can possibly uh, they they can possibly come to a point of some inquisitiveness. And if they actually have some sucreti in their past, some pious activities, then they can uh, go further and ask more about what is the uh, Krishna, What is this Krishna consciousness that you are doing. But such a great soul is very rare after many births and deaths. So we should not expect, um, we're not expecting, you know, hundreds of thousands of people to become devotees, but we're a certain class, a certain rare class, to become Krishna conscious. So this is the, I'll read the verse again to sum it up that the supreme brahman krishna is the ultimate resting place and source of everything everything is done by him everything belongs to him that's an interesting comment everything belongs to him uh... there's a word in the sanskrit near mama near mama nothing is mine that everything belongs to him so we think Uh, You know, this house belongs to us, uh, my family belongs to me, uh, my bank account belongs to me. It's all by my endeavor that I have achieved success, and it's all mine. And and there's a verse in the Gita where uh, where the the divine and demoniac, again, so much more have I gained today, so much more will I get tomorrow. I am the master, I am the controller. Like this the uh, non-devotee thinks that he's in control. But here Krishna says, uh, the Bhagavatam says, everything belongs to him. And everything is offered to him. So we, we use things in this world, but we offer it to Krishna. For example, of course, Prasadam, whenever, whatever we eat, Yad-karosi, as natsi All that we eat, all that we offer, all that we give away in charity, we offer to him. So everything is offered to him. Uh, Prabhupada said, uh, our children, for example, he said the purpose of having children is to give them a chance to take up Krishna consciousness, so that our children are an offering to him. Our our money is an offering to him. We use our money for spreading Krishna consciousness, for building temples. If you have excess money, you give in charity to spiritual causes. Uh, So he is the ultimate object. The ultimate object. There are so many objects, so many goals, so many uh, things we want to achieve, but he is the ultimate object. And whether acting or causing others to act, he is the ultimate doer. Not a blade of grass moves without the will of Krishna. And sometimes people will criticize God because things don't come out the way they want. Uh, or there's some, you know, some problem, some disaster, Uh, death, accidents, disease, things that we don't want at all. No one's desiring. Uh, But ultimately, he's the ultimate doer, and there's a reason for everything. You just have to be able to see it. So there are many causes, high and low, (laughs) many causes, high and low. But since he is the cause of all causes, He is well-known as the Supreme Brahman who exists before all activities. So there are many causes. We may say, you know, something happened, we can see the superficial causes. Oh, I I, I was in a car accident, the other person was, uh, uh, you know, drinking or something was, you know, some cause, what was the cause? But ultimately, Krishna is the cause of all causes. Or I... There you know, good things happen too, uh, not just bad things, we also have many good things. Krishna, ha- Krishna is the cause of the good things, Krishna is the cause of the bad things, because it's all for teaching us to surrender to him and accept whatever happens is his uh, uh, grace. For example, the Pandavas, it wasn't all wonderful for them, they had lots of problems. But ultimately, as Kunti prays, it was just an opportunity to see you and to remember you. That's how she took it. So he is one without a second, and no one uh, and has no other cause. I therefore offer my respects unto him, one without a second. There's only one God. There's only one supreme personality of Godhead. There are not many gods. Uh, Ishwara Paramakrishna Sachidananda Vigra. Everyone is serving Krishna. So we'll end here and we'll uh, take some uh, questions. I thank you for the opportunity to uh, read the Srimad Bhagavatam this morning.
0: Hare Krishna Prabhu Ji, my to you. Shira Prabhupada Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai, Rupini Devi, from Orlando, Florida. So it was really nice uh, to see you also and hear you also. <laughs> yeah, we
1: have seeing now. It used to not be seeing, but now we have vision. <laughs> you yeah. know, the
0: uh, Zoom. Uh, have you and your Shira Prabhupada disciple. And, you know, it's so nice to hear from you. Your classes are very, very clear. And, you know, like I, we always heard the statement, Cause of all causes. Krishna is the cause of all causes, but so nicely you explained, and how wonderfully your granddaughter is also asking, uh, you know. Right. Uh, so, in context to this, uh, really nice. But uh, the thing is, like, you know, you mentioned everything that we have uh, belongs to Krishna, right? So, mm-hmm. but then we are in this world here, especially living in USA. You know, we are paying our mortgage, and we think we are we are paying the mortgage of our house. You know, mm-hmm. we are getting the groceries. We are doing, uh, uh, you know, like uh, DT Seva. Everything uh, somehow, uh, you know, like the way things function all the time. We are thinking we are doing this. We are, you know, so we are the one doing everything. But then, you know, everything actually belongs to Krishna. He is the cause of all causes. So, how do we uh, kind of convert this? Uh, mentality of uh, you know we are going somewhere or whatever you know that we think or I think comes to think in a vision where put Krishna there you know like so uh, and especially I mean you know just like Arjuna we don't have that vision Krishna has not given us a vision to see him and uh, the Bhagavad Gita says the only way to know Krishna is through devotional service mm-hmm. so. If kind of a little bit explain on the V uh, and I concept and the cause of all causes, so that will give a little bit more clarity to me Prabhuji thank you sure.
1: well we did read that verse, you know that whole chapter of divine and demoniac you know, he's thinking uh, uh, the divine is the demoniac person or the non-devotee shall we say which is most people uh, he thinks he's the controller. There is no controller. Everything is just lust, and uh, there's no cause of uh, no cause or no rhyme or reason, as they would say, why anything happens. And and it's natural to think that uh, we are the controllers. You know, particularly men have uh, egos. We all have egos. Everybody has an ego. My wife has an ego too, uh, by the way. <laughs> I have an ego, she has an ego. The kids have egos, everybody's. Everybody wants to control something it is, you know, you know whether it's small. Like I said, even even we get one dog, we think we're controlling the dog. But who is taking who is taking the dog out for the walk and who is cleaning up after the dog? The the master. So we think we're master of the dog, but we're servant of the dog. So yeah we all we think you know we have to pay the mortgage if I didn't work and if i didn't make money uh, i i would my house would get repossessed, my car would get repossessed i you know i couldn't I couldn't support my family, but who gives us the matatsmiti ganum apohanam cha for me for Krishna says for me knowledge remembrance forgetfulness come, so our ability to work. Our ability to uh, become educated to perform some activity uh, in the terms of making a living you know some profession whatever it may be Krishna gives us that facility and some people are not successful not that everyone becomes successful like Prabhupada said everybody wants to be millionaire but how many people are becoming the millionaire so everybody has that dream, but some people just end up, uh, you know, not. Most people end up not getting there because it's not in the. The 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 materialists would say it's not in the cards. This is a common Western saying. It's not in the cards, meaning I, I don't have the proper hand. Uh, I was dealt. Uh, this is what I was dealt, and this is what I'm dealing with. But ultimately, Krishna is the ability in man. So he when we have some ability to do something, say we're a doctor or engineer or some profession or even some businessman, we have the smarts and who's making us smart, who's making the opportunities that come down that, that are, are successful for us or the opportunities that come along where things uh, uh, fall apart. Uh, not everything is positive. There's plenty of negative things we run into in life. Uh, for example my uh, my wife's brother just died in a car accident 2 weeks ago he's only uh, yeah, yeah, well he's 61 i think uh, prime of life uh, going to pick up his son from college and he lived in Toronto area in Canada there was a rainstorm big rainstorm and uh, they're driving fast on the highway the car lost control and flipped over the guardrail and uh, you know that was it so one may say god is very uh god is not fair god you know one can become an atheist when things like that happen if one doesn't have faith that ultimately there's a reason for everything that happened to my aunt um her husband died when she was young in, in her 40s her husband something heart attack or something he died she, so she was a person that you know went to church regularly, and a uh, Christian person. Uh, but after that, she said, "I stopped going to church." She said, "I never went to church again, because she blamed God. God took my husband away. It wasn't fair. So we have to see, even in the good or in the bad, that ultimately Krishna has a plan. Uh, Kunti could have become an atheist if she wasn't a devotee. She said, ah, look at all the troubles the Pandavas are having. You know, my sons are, look at all these problems. I I hate God. This isn't fair. No, she didn't say that. She said, this is a chance for me to remember you again and again. So we should be able to see that and have that experience. As we get older, uh, we've all had a lot of experiences in life. Uh, birth, death, disease, and old age. Uh, uh, myself, my my brother died when he was uh, 14. I was 18. He caught some some disease, and you know, very quick, something happened. My sister died when she was 38. I was 34. She got brain tumor. So, Dukaliam Ashashvatam, Krishna says this is place of misery if we you know the problem is we think we're in heaven we're supposed to be in heaven we're supposed to be enjoying like to be God we're supposed to be happy and peaceful but the world is not made that way there are problems because this is the temporary place to place of misery and suffering in the spiritual world that's where things are are not suffering that's where everyone is remembering Krishna, serving Krishna, with Krishna, having a relationship with God in one of the five primary or even seven secondary relationships. There are 12 total rasas. You know, as neutral, the the primary ones are the ones we talk about mostly. Nectar of devotion describes all of these. So it's just a question of our faith. How, much, how strong is our faith? You know... When any, anything happens or when we do something, Krishna gives us the ability to, to do it. Uh, Krishna gave me the ability to have a job where I can make a living, where I can pay the mortgage, where I can pay for the car, and I can uh, raise my children and I educate them. Krishna helps us in that way. So we see Krishna, and sometimes Krishna takes away too. It, it, it's, it's all for teaching us. How to surrender, some way or another. We should never take it that God is unfair. God is bad. This is the uh, viewpoint of the uh, people don't that do not understand the nature of spiritual life. They have these mis- mis- misconceptions. So it's you know it's, there's a saying. It's all good. It's, we say they say in the West. It's all good. <laughs> it is all good. Even if it's bad, it's good, because it's all Krishna. And it says here uh, in the verse, um, what, did, what did it say, therefore, hang on here. Um, and whether acting or causing others to act, he is the ultimate doer. The ultimate doer is God, is Krishna. Whether we are acting or whether we are ca- causing, we think we're causing others to act, we're trying to control others' uh, uh, activities, particularly our own family, but ultimately Krishna is the ultimate doer. And we accept when we accept that it's all Krishna, uh, good or bad becomes good, because we see Krishna in everything. And... Uh, and as the Vedas say, Ante Narayana At the end, we have to remember Narayan, remember the Supreme Lord. And uh, whatever happened in this life, we have to check out, we have to leave everything behind, and we go on. And if we're Krishna conscious, we go back to Krishna. And if we're not Krishna conscious and still want to enjoy or control, we come back and, and continue here. I heard Prabhupada talking the other day. Eight million four hundred thousand species of life. So he, he was saying a tree. They were talking about trees. He was so he asked the devotees, "What is the average life of a tree?" And some and some devotee said, "Well, maybe a hundred years, maybe two hundred years. Some trees live even longer." Prabhupada always talks about the five thousand year old trees in uh, California, the redwoods, the famous redwood trees, five thousand years old. So he said, so let's say the average is, you know, 100, 200 years, he was saying. So how many species of trees are there? And maybe 100,000 species of trees. So if you spend 100 years in each tree, 100,000 times 100, how many years is that? So he said, just to get through this tree species will take you such an extreme time. And how, how many insects are there? And how many fish are there? And so many living entities. So he was saying this, going through these cycles of birth and death, as we gradually progress toward the human life, it's a very long process. So therefore, when we get to the human life, we should not be wasting it to live like an animal. Basically, eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. And, uh, you know, that's all we think about. We should think about who's in control, who made the world, why am I here, and not just uh, make money and, uh, you know, survive and prosper. Yeah. This, is, this is not the purpose of life. Purpose of, of course, you know, we need to survive, we need to prosper. We're not saying don't work. <laughs> but work, understanding that Krishna is the ultimate doer, as it says here. He is the ultimate doer that everything comes from him and he he gives and he takes as uh, uh, according to our uh, karma according to what we deserve so maybe there's another question
0: uh, thank you so much Prabhuji, for the answer and one hmm. thing i wanted to uh, uh, like you mentioned in the answer that uh, the people who keep pets and all actually they are, they are uh, they are serving the pets on the contrary right yeah I mean, they- Yes. But then Service. I think
1: a... you ever have a sick pet, <laughs> you know, take the dog to the vet, you know, you know, sometimes you spend a thousand dollars. So that's, uh, you know,
0: so probably one thing more is there. Like, uh, I, I personally feel this like I'm coming from an Indian background, but the point is like, uh, you know, I see in my neighborhood and uh, other places, there are a lot of single uh, single ladies, you know, and mm-hmm. most of them on both sides where I stay, there's one uh, American lady, African-American. They bowl, both, uh, they stay single. There's a big house, but they stay single there. Uh, and, uh, you know, they have a pet. Uh, both have dogs. So mm-hmm. I also feel that they keep dogs. People here are kind of like, uh, you know, they, uh, they use the pet uh, for, uh, you know, uh, because uh, to get relief from uh, loneliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is also kind of selfishness. Is that true? What sure. I think?
1: Well, I, I, even I have one god sister who I've known for many, many years. Uh, she lives alone. Her, you know, she had, her husband basically, they, they divorced at some point early on. Uh, she had one son. Uh, son. You know, son's grown up. I mean, she's uh, my age. She joined the same time I did in the 70s, so she's in her 60s now. So, uh, you know, I, she mentioned she has a dog. And I asked her, "Why do you have a dog?" Because Prabhupada didn't. Prabhupada doesn't talk favorably about keeping pets, uh, dogs particularly. Uh, he said dogs have a uh, have a place, and they dogs have a place. They're for security, particularly in places like South Africa, where my wife is from. Um, many people have dogs, and they stay in, outside in the compound. Prabhupada said the dog should be outside, not inside not in the house, all over the furniture and all of that. You know, this is, this is a cleanliness. Anyway, she she said, I I have a dog because I'm lonely. You know, that's the purpose of deity worship. (laughs) That's the purpose of chanting Japa. That's the purpose of reading Srimad Bhagavatam so that we're not lonely. We're lonely because we haven't developed our relationship with Krishna. Therefore, we need to love something you know I I don't have a husband anymore I don't have my children anymore I'm lonely I'm old so I get one 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 dog one cat you know we always hear about the crazy cat lady <laughs> some women have like many cats so people get obsessed and then yum yum smaram bhavam, what we're thinking of at the time of death uh, we're going there Bharat maharaj he had the, you know, he, he had the affection for the deer. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then when he died, he was thinking of the deer. And what happened? He became a deer. So we should be, and we hear about celebrities leaving money to their pets and, you know, all these things for the pet and uh, spending lots of money on their pets. So this is, a, this is another attachment. There's so many attachments we have we should be careful and Prabhupada speaks very clearly about uh pets and how we should be careful uh, you know dogs are not clean they're not clean thing in the west people let them lick their faces and you know it's it's just a nasty uh, style uh in you know vedic culture brahmana uh, Brahman family they would you know they would not uh, keep the dog in the house they would not they would not keep a dog at all but if, if you happen to have one, it's used for security. It has a purpose. Pra, pra, I heard Prabhupada say once, he said, we do not hate dogs. Dogs have a position in society, but we should know what that position is, and we should not be unnecessarily attached to them. So uh, many people will, you know, and people are very attached to pets, so, you know, we don't, uh, you know, they'll argue with you all day long about their pet. <laughs> Even some devotees will. Uh but uh, they're not. Uh, they're not a. Repl- Rupa Goswami in Nectar of Devotion, Rupa Goswami says you cannot offer food to the deity that has been seen by lower animals. So if you have a dog running around inside your house, and you're a devotee and you're trying to make an offering, and he's in the in the dog's in the kitchen or something, this is this is not the standard at all. So one should be uh, one should know these things, and if you uh, read enough uh, you you'll get, you'll get the idea so <laughs> if you hear from Prabhupada enough you'll you'll see what he says about all these things so yeah lo- loneliness we're all lonely we keep pets uh krishna consciousness means to understand god in our five principal relationships so we try to love god prabhupada always said love god not dog so that's the idea of the param vartate by the higher taste, by the taste of the pleasure of chanting uh, and worshipping the deity and thinking of Krishna. Madmana bhavad mad Just think of me. Krishna says, don't think of pets. Don't think of money. Don't think of your family. Uh, you know, we think of these things, but this is not the ultimate thinking. The thinking, ultimate thinking is to think of Krishna, to think of God. Just bow down before me. offer your respects to me so this is what this is how we practice Krishna consciousness so if we actually do these things, we won 't be lonely and we won't need to have uh, you know they they call them uh, support. Pets or you know therapeutic pets, things like that. It's just attachment. It's it's uh, attachment to things in this world. And some people don't have pets. Some people have hobbies. Hobbies that you know they 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 some uh, thousands of types of hobbies. They build models. They men like to work on cars. They they keep a car collection and they have you know different things. So so many so many things that we can spend our time on instead of. Developing our Krishna consciousness and trying to give Krishna consciousness to other people. This is what will really make us happy, especially as we become older and you know we find ourselves and uh, maybe we are a widow or uh, you know or, or something happens. You know we're alone in life. Uh, always stay, keep a good association uh, with the devotees. Always friendship, friendship amongst devotees. This will keep us from becoming lonely also. Go to festivals. Go to Ratha Yatra. We're going to Sadhu Sanghas coming up in Texas uh, in a week or so. So we're all going for that. Gauravani's, my son-in-law's going, the granddaughter's going, we're going. So everyone likes parties. So we party for Krishna. We party by chanting Hare Krishna and taking prasadam. So we it, we don't say don't party, but we say party with Krishna, with Krishna's devotees. So this is, this is what keeps us happy, keeps us uh, from being lonely. So, Thank you, uh,